We are live. What's up, everybody? How you doing? What's going on, man? What's going on, Bradley? How are you, brother? I'm doing fantastic. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I just got back from uh, the mastermind, as you know, and jumping back into normal routine today. Always takes a little bit to get back to it, but uh, I'm feeling real good, man. I, I always leave these things feeling super energized, inspired, motivated, you know, ready to freaking tackle the world. So how are you doing? You're coming up to you're 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 in like the third trimester here at 75 hard, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm fully pregnant on 75 hard. I uh we're at, we're on day 44 and it only keeps getting better, man. Nice. I could see it yeah. in your face, bro. It's awesome. Oh, yeah, physically my body has cleared up on uh, a lot of inflammation and so I uh I I feel like I'm like 16 again like this is like uh probably the first time i felt this good in in like 20 years that's amazing that's amazing yeah yeah um good stuff well i think we should do this is our first episode of the week first episode in a little bit we've taken a, a little break because i was gone so maybe we do an accountability check-in i could talk a little bit about the mastermind we could just catch up a little bit and kind of shoot the shit today for our episode i love it let's do it awesome all right. Um, well, I guess let's start real quick with just uh, accountability, checking in real quick and uh, talk about, you know, where we are with our goals. Where are you at? So 75 Hard has made it pretty easy to stay on track for working out and diet. And those were two key components of uh, of my goals. And so having uh, having done 75 Hard consistently up to this point. I'm uh I'm on the two workouts a day and my food has been completely clean. The one thing I'll caveat is I have had consistent dreams where I am failing 75 hard because I like eat eat some sort of like non-compliant food. Last night I was like pigging out on sweets. So there's definitely some dark side of me that is coming out in other ways, which I've found interesting. And it's been semi-recurring, like me failing 75 hard, but it's actually been fuel because when I wake up, I'm like, I'm not failing today. Uh-uh. Like I actually felt the sense of loss of not doing it when I woke up. And so it's uh, it's actually been a good frame of reference not to fuck things up because I know what it feels like because I've been waking up from dreams where I did fail. So that... Uh, so in real life, I've been uh, I've been consistent on the food, the diet front. One place that I've been falling short, but now I've I've built a system to make sure that I'm consistent is meditation. I'm supposed to meditate 300 times for the year, and during 75 hard, I reflect on my decision making process or lack thereof. I don't think I really made the decision that I was going to meditate because I said, I'm doing 75 hard. I made a negotiation with myself. I said, I'm doing 75 hard. That's enough. I don't need to meditate, which is bullshit because I wrote it down as a goal that I wanted to accomplish. And so I reset on that last week. And now I've got a 75 hard whiteboard where I track every day, all five things that I got to do. And now I've got minutes of meditation that go under that. So every day I got to go look and write down how much meditation I'm doing. And I need to see at least 10 minutes on there to make sure. Cause I still got time to hit the 300 in terms of, uh, of making the, the 300 sessions for the year. 
But adding that as a daily visual for myself has now made it much easier where I see it. I'm like, okay, I haven't done it yet. I go sit down, take the 10 minutes because you always have 10 minutes for, for something like meditation. And then the, the final thing on accountability for me, the intentionality challenge. I uh, was going to do that two weeks ago. Some personal things came up, didn't do it. This Sunday, going to be doing the 24-hour intentionality challenge. Quick recap on what that is. That is from the moment you wake up, from the moment you go to bed, you make every possible effort to focus with as much intentionality on whatever task it is that you are doing. You don't think about other things. You aren't planning your day. The day is already planned. You go do the things that you said you were going to do and you focus 100% on them, always bringing it back. And then in addition... And then no phone, no screens. I'm going to go, I'm going to go no screens for the whole day because I think the benefit will be the most there. And so also my girlfriend's going to be out of town. So it'll essentially be a day totally alone and immersed in intention. And my expectation is it's going to be, it'll be a huge sense of relief. Like it's just a day for the mind to recover from all of the, the external bombardment that we're generally conditioned to experience, a lot of which comes from digital and a lot of which comes from just your own mind talking at itself and you leaning into it instead of paying attention to what you're doing. So I uh, I have, even though something we talk about is not having expectations, I, uh, I've certainly set an expectation for this, but I'll appreciate whatever the outcome is. I'm curious to see because my expectation would be that I would be freaking out looking for my phone <laughs> constantly because I'm so addicted to just grabbing the phone. But the next day, I know I'd feel incredibly accomplished, but I'm super curious to see how it goes. I'm going to do the same thing at some point soon. By the way, when you said that you had dreams of failing 75 hard, that's happened to me before and it it's terrible, but it brought me back as soon as you said that real quick. I just want to share when I was younger, you know, like, I don't know, 17, 18 years old, whatever. And I was on probation and I, you know, you can't like drink or smoke weed or anything when you're on probation, which I didn't. And I had this dream that I smoked and I had a drug test when I woke up in the morning and I was going to have to like go and I was going to fail and I was going to go to jail and all this shit. I woke up like crying, freaking out. I thought it was 100% real. Even after I woke up, I thought it was real for a few minutes. And then I realized, holy shit, that was just a dream. How was that so real? And uh, it's just, it's a similar type thing. Like you think you're going to fail and you start freaking out and you get mad at yourself and all this stuff. And then you realize it's a dream and you're so happy that it was just a dream. (laughs) It's such a relief. I mean, that's like next level shit because you're like, my life is <laughs> over. It It's so tough when it's in the context of what you're actually facing in real life. And so you're like, oh, this shit's real. Like, I'm actually fucked. Uh, yeah. So... Good. Well, I'm glad that you're on track crushing 75 hard. I'm excited to hear about your intentionality day. I'm uh, similar. I... I'm keeping on track with everything I've been. My goal was to, you know, eat clean and not go overboard when I am. I have it defined what I, you know, two carb meals like when I'm out and I probably had a couple more carb meals than that during while I was gone. And basically I 
which I felt like shit about while I was there. And I basically just forced myself to run every morning while I was there just because at least if I was eating a few extra carbs, you know, it's not like I was pigging out on French fries and stuff like that, but even just eating like rice and sushi, you know, every, all the meals there are served family style. So you don't really have an option of what you're going to eat unless you go beforehand. But you know, I don't want to turn down all this unbelievable food. So, um, <laughs> so long story, that was my excuse to myself, but you know, it's not like I ate bad and I just ran it off. I mean, I will, I, the, there was one night where I went out till, I don't know, late four o'clock in the morning. It was, it was a late night club night with the people. They called it founders after hours and, uh, got home, went to sleep, probably four, four thirty. woke up at eight ran three miles immediately and, uh, felt a a million times better. Like I woke up feeling horrible. I ran three miles and I felt like, you know, ready to crush the day. And it just goes to show that like, you don't, you're never going to feel like, you know, we talk about this all the time, but you're never going to feel like doing it. You work to create the feeling. I would have sat on my ass the entire day doing absolutely nothing. If I did not wake up and run those three miles, I woke up, I sweated out all the toxins out of me. I reset my body for the day. I stayed to my plan and I had a win first thing in the morning, which all those things physically, mentally just sets you up to have a better day. So, uh, just again, I, I, I feel like a different person when I look back and I see myself go out until 4am and I wake up and I still run three miles. Like it just goes to show that, Obviously, going out till 4 a.m. is not good. I don't want to do that regularly, but it just goes to show that I can be the person who still sticks to my routine, even on the one off day that I'm out till four o'clock in the morning or whatever. Um, So I felt really good about that. And then, uh, yeah, man, just, you know, Founders was uh, a great time. And other than, yes, long story short, I'm sticking to my goals. And, uh, you know, quick, e- go for it. Yeah. Quick, quick thing on what you just said. Cause I, uh, I just had, I thought I had a thought come up and, uh, I think we got to get a, a whiteboard for this podcast, but what you just talked about one, you exemplified true discipline because it's, you made a decision, but then the next decision was just a snap back to your new mean, which is this like hugely elevated version of yourself that goes for a three mile run, even after you've done probably the most punishing thing you can do to your body, which is like sleep deprivation and staying out till 4am. But I'm imagining your identity in your life. It's this, we've talked about this like chart that moves. And in your case, it's always up and to the right, but it's, it's like a stock chart. Sometimes you got little dips, but then you're always back up and to the right. And as long as you keep moving up and to the right with your actions, you know, you got a small dip, but then you go for a three mile run. I actually think that that is a, it's a statement of that. That's a magical statement that you've made for yourself that like, even in the face of like one small and using a setback is the wrong term because you made a calculated decision to say, I'm going to go network with a group of people that I want to build a relationship with. And this is that, this is the vehicle for how I'm going to do that in this situation. But then you didn't use that as an excuse to fall off of the new identity that you've built for yourself. And so I, I think that actually challenging yourself to go live your life on your terms and stay disciplined is actually, it's a whole different level of operating. Whereas 
doing 75 hard is it's not easy to do, but it's a different context. Like I'm in just full commitment mode where I don't have to challenge the notion of not sleeping and then going to do something. I'm just always focused on doing something. It's a simpler way of approaching discipline. I think when you get more advanced in your journey is when you're able to start doing the things that you want to do to cultivate the life that you want that may be a little off that like hardo identity and then snapping back right to it. So kudos to you because I actually think that that is like a bigger, important macro theme that people should be chasing in their lives that you exemplified this last week. Thank you, bro. It's funny too because nobody else got up and worked out, you know, that I went with. <laughs> and everybody the next morning is like, you're a fucking animal. How are you doing this right now? And that's how we talk about all the time. It's like Goggins always says, I want to be the guy that says that people talk about and say, who the fuck is that crazy motherfucker? And uh, not that I was at that level, but it was, it was, it was cool to be the one that got up and did it. And, you know, questioned by brand. everybody else yeah exactly 100 it's yeah. a good brand to be like who's that guy yeah like he was out with us i was there yeah. and then now he's out like kicking his own ass again yeah. uh, <laughs> very it's a true. good brand yeah yeah very true um so i want to talk i want to tell you a little bit about uh this mastermind founders and just yes um you know being out with with uh, a group of like-minded people, you know, we talk about this all the time, like surround yourself with an environment of people who uplift you and inspire you. And that's obviously one of the things we're trying to create here with this mindset mogul movement is building a community of people who have a very similar mindset, who have similar values, who are always there to inspire and uplift each other. And obviously I'm, I'm very excited for us to create that inside of our own mindset mogul movement here. But in the meantime, um, I make it a goal to join these communities where I can be around other people who inspire and uplift me. Right. And I found kind of a hack to doing that, which is you can actually pay to be a member of communities that have these groups of people in them. I'm sure there's free ones out there too, but like, there's there's an easy way for you to go and become a part of one of these communities. We are going to build one of those communities here. So if you're listening right now, hopefully by the time you're listening, we have that community started and you can join that community. But I love being in a community of people who uplift and inspire you. And that's exactly what this last weekend was. I was surrounded by 80 entrepreneurs who do anywhere from a million to a billion plus per year in revenue who have extremely disciplined lives, most of them, not all of them, and, um, you know, live a very intentional, meaningful life and um, have done things at the highest levels from working out at the highest levels, having the highest level of relationship, having the highest level of business. And it's contagious being in a room of people like that. And the reason, you know, it's funny, I've been part of this group for two and a half years now, something like that, three years. And um, they asked five of us who have been there for a while to go up on stage and give live testimonials because there's a bunch of new people in the group that they're pitching, you know, like the full annual membership to. And I was super happy to do it because I have gained so much from it. But what's interesting about it is that all five of us, without talking to each other, without planning, said the exact same thing. Coming here and learning is great. 
right? We learn a ton. There's great speakers, you know, people that you, people that you know, celebrities, they, we get, we get so much knowledge. There's great business relationships made. I've made a ton of money from people that we've connected with in the group. We've built our business. We've grown our business a lot from business relationships we've made in the group. And that's amazing. But what is the best part by far is that all of us agree on is that we have made so many friendships outside of business that are with similar like-minded, similar value people. And it's very powerful to keep those people in your life. So the most, the, the, what I got the most out of was just cultivating the friendships that I've already made over the last couple of years in there, meeting new people. And I'm telling you guys, I, I walked out of there just feeling so energized, so inspired, a whole new set of friends. I hit a whole stronger relationship with the friends that I've already made in there from the previous events. And it's just, you really start to see the momentum of being part of one of these communities every time you go to one of the events because the relationships start to pay off. The um, the 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 feeling of momentum and energy just builds upon each other. And um, I just wanted to say that because we talk about this all the time. I sure talk about it all the time, and it's something that I'm I really we are really striving for here is to create that sort of community that you can come into and immediately you feel understood. Like that's probably the biggest thing is that when we walk into that room, any 80 of us, we could talk to any other 80 of the members and feel understood. They understand what my values are the minute I walk into that room. I have a hard work ethic. I'm mission driven. I'm purposeful. And I have intention in everything I do. And that's every single person in that room. Um, so I just, once again, we're going to build a community like that here. I'm very excited to do that. And uh, I've got a ton of notes that I'm going to share with you, Brad, over the next, you know, on our on our next call off, off the pod. But um, yeah, it was really cool. And just highly Dude, encourage everybody to join a community. You've essentially found a hack for building your tribe. It's nice when you can go to a, essentially one that's you know filtered by having to pay to get into it because you've self-selected for people that are very serious about being a part of a community. Because I think sometimes that's probably the the toughest thing is actually evaluating whether a community has the type of people that you want to spend time with in it ahead of time, ahead of being in the community. And so you've made a financial investment to build that community. It's really a testament to how important you think it is to build community. You're actually like putting your money where your mouth is. We talk about building a tribe. You're like, I'm going to go pay to build the type of tribe that I want to immerse myself in so that you're living, interacting, and building relationships with the type of people that are aligned with a mindset mogul attitude. And so like that, I think, is quite profound. I also think that you touched on something interesting. We talk about how important it is to build that community, to build relationships with people that are moving in the same direction as you, are in pursuit of the same things that you are. At a certain point, you start getting compounding interest 
which is where the rubber really meets the road. Your relationships go from superficial to one level deeper, which is just a function of time and interaction. But once that starts to happen, those relationships can start to yield financial benefits. Your subconscious starts to have had enough interactions with those types of people that your mind starts to work differently. And I think you're at that phase now. And so that's cool to watch you make that transition from having found a tribe to now being immersed in that tribe in such a way that it is starting to used to have to give to it. Now it's giving to you. Yeah, no, I a hundred percent agree. Um, yeah. And I used to think that it was, I used to, I, I didn't never understood the value of joining something like this. I always thought, Oh, I'm going to pay, you know, 20 grand to go listen to people speak. And you know, I, there's no point for me to do that. I could just listen to somebody speak on YouTube for free. Like, what's the point of spending so much, investing so much money to go and be at one of these events in person? And obviously, a couple of years ago, uh, my business partner convinced me of what the reason is. And I'm clearly, I'm happy I did it. And the reason is what you just said. It's surrounding yourself with these type of people. It's maintaining these relationships. It's building the compounding interest. And uh, the more you surround yourself with people like this, and the more you align with others that align with your vision, the faster and closer to your vision you are going to become. So um, yeah, that's what we're going to, that's what we're going to try to build here for you. But yeah, I just wanted to talk about it real quick because I had such a good time. Got to meet Gary V for the first time, hang out for a little bit, give it, do a Q and a, uh, that was really cool. Got to meet, uh, Ryan Stuman, hardcore closer. And, uh, he talked to us about building his community, which he's got one of the largest entrepreneur communities, uh, that in existence, it's got like thousands of paying members, um, that pay a good amount of money too. It's not like, you know, $20 a month. I mean, they pay him thousands yeah. of dollars. And it was just really interesting to hear all these different speakers talk about how important community is without even giving their speeches on community. And uh, one last thing that I definitely want to create a whole episode on that I'm going to talk to you about and share all my notes with you is this one of these guys, Will Hughes. He, I forgot his exact title, but he basically helped build Organify. He took it from 18 million to 100 million in 18 months. And then he did it with four other companies in a row, proving okay. that this framework that he has works because he did it with okay. four companies in a row and uh, just built them to 100 million in 18 months. And so the sick. framework behind it is to prime your. They say that the average entrepreneur has like two ideas a year that are like, life-changing for their business, right? Just two a year. You could have a million ideas a year, but two that are super good ideas that you're actually going to act on and they may change your business forever. And he basically talks about how to prime your brain to come up with two a month instead of two a year. And the whole presentation was on subconsciously priming your brain to see opportunity where others don't. And I thought, what an interesting presentation. I've never in my life seen somebody at such a high level speak about this is how I've done it. I've subconsciously primed my brain to see opportunities and have ideas all the time. And uh, I, I'm going to go over all these notes with you, you know, so that we could do a whole separate pot on it, because I feel like it goes super hand in hand with everything that we talk about. I know that you'll love it. And I think our audience will 
benefit from it as well. I'm going to start doing all the things that he that he talked about in his speech and we could kind of talk about it on another episode. But yeah, man, it was that cool. is a kick ass episode in the making. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, very cool. Well, maybe we'll get him on the pod, actually. Now that I think about it, that's we're, probably we're going to get him on the pod. Yeah, that's even that's, better. That's, now that I think that's about even it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. What else is going on with you? Ready to keep crushing actually, 75 hard. Yeah, keep crushing 75 hard. Right now, I think it's uh, it's it's simple for me. I got another 30 days. I'm 100% focused on getting that over the finish line because that's just how you get shit done. And so that, uh, that and then I think some... Uh, honestly, we talk about that, but focusing on this and like using this as a... I think we're at a point where there's a level of mastery in building our own mindsets. But through building this podcast, it's been an opportunity to be an even, to be a daily student of it in a way that we haven't had the opportunity to do so before. And so continuing to build on the mastery that we have and take it to the next level is, uh, is top of mind. Awesome. Let's keep doing it. Um, this was just kind of a shoot the shit episode. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to us go back and forth, but, uh, <laughs> we will get back to regular scheduled program again this week. And, um, yeah. Anything else, bro? No, this is great. I love hearing about founders. Yeah, no, it was, it was awesome. And uh, I love hearing you crush it with 75 hard. So keep crushing it. Everybody. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, leave us a review, give us a like, ask us a question, do any of those things that we would really, really appreciate it. And um, we will see you in the next episode. Take care. Take care.